Hi, my name is Nafas. Welcome to another episode. Wow, it's been a while. I realized that I was checking like the dates on previous episodes and I was so proud of myself last year when I was able to keep up with everything and for some weird reasons I don't know how I used to do school an episode a week and then everything else like I I don't know how I did that and um I miss those now those days you know I I miss that now because I I feel like she got her things together like she knew where she's going (laughs) and I think um yeah I kind of miss her so I'm trying my hardest it's a Monday it's a actual it's an actual day that podcast the podcast used to be published on so I'm hoping I'm kind of getting my flair back like I'm really excited and I hope that it's working (laughs) besides that besides the fact that I've been kind of unfairly maybe like I don't know is it fair or unfair to be disappointed in oneself but I've been really disappointed in myself and I've been really finding ways to be disappointed to keep being disappointed in myself like I feel like I'm actively actively searching for results you know and lately usually I've been like very angry too angry to write poetry and that's how I actually began a poem um, that I wrote on Wednesday for my latest poetry reading. It was hilarious when I heard, like, when I heard my other poet friends kind of react to it afterwards um, during our break intermission. I don't know what we call it. All along, I thought I'm the only one who thinks about angry dead poets and here they were writing words out of pure spite i think although i'm a child of a generation who's loud and proud i still find it hard to show the uglier parts of myself i think i never learned the great in between how to embrace it because it feels harder than it seems the anger feels like thunder sounds as loud too the anger is built up brings with it humidity too thick heavy air that makes it extremely hard to breathe you have to let it all out thunder light rain and oh so much rain for everything to be washed off anger gone you can breathe again since this is a therapeutic moment for the sender only This letter is anonymous, and that's the moral of the story. Thank you for listening thus far to words that are merely out of my mind. I'd like to invite you to episode 29. Of Letters Never Sent. Letter number 29, to whom it may concern. Hi, I hope you're doing excellently well. The other day, I was casually laying on my bed, playing a game called How Many Minutes Can I Exchange Stairs Between the Ceiling and My Keyboard for Me to Get Up and Write? I play it often. 
I played a lot. When my eyes glanced at my Casio quirk and I thought of you. I used to refuse any part of you left in me merely get through because I always thought that the more I distanced myself from you, the better I'd feel. Yet, the more I pushed you away, the more of myself I lost. I think, or I like to believe, that me stopping to play piano at 17 was a total act of pity towards unconsciously, unconsciously forgetting you instead of a simple act of rebellion like any other teenager might do. I like to believe that I stopped my artsy desires because it reminded me how much of you I have in me and not because my grade 10 art teacher scrambled my creative writing essay and said I should never be a writer. Because deep down, I always try to blame everything on you. Maybe, just maybe, I fixate on having everything perfectly because in my seven-year-old brain, you were the imperfect thing I couldn't fix. So since then, I've been walking around on this earth, this earth, <laughs> making sure everything is great. That's why one single bad grade still makes me cry. Or the fact that sometimes I pick partners when they meet my bare values. I settle because I think of it as a project. I can make them better. They already call sometimes. That's already halfway there. I settle for half presence, thinking that's more than I deserve. In The Perks of Being a Wallflower, my dear rest, my dearest writer, Stephen. He writes, we accept the love we think we deserve. And that opens my eyes every time. When we're teenagers, they never tell us that the key to adulthood is realizing that every step you took before you made it there, every wound that has healed and left you with a nasty scar will resurface every time something or someone agitates it. You could go on living and completely forget about the wound for a while until one day, one moment, for one millisecond, you're reminded of it all once more. But you know what's the glory in that moment? And trust me, I know it's way easier said than done. The glory is to remember, to remind yourself how much you have grown since that time. It also gives you time to rethink and potentially realize that you love the person you are today way more than you can imagine. For many of them, I feel angry when I see all the things they left in my heart when they moved out. But yours... Ah, but yours. I love that I have them all. I love that with every key I play, I could feel your talent, your musical ear. With every glance in the mirror, I see your kind-headed eyes, along with mom's big smile. Ah, oh, the eyes and the smile. <laughs> 
And for the longest time, I thought, I'm all her. Bones, soul, and heart and all. But lately, I know I'm half you. With all the good parts and all the bad ones. Things I used to hate in you, I truly despise in myself. So, selfishly, by forgiving you, I'm really forgiving myself. I truly hope I get to hear your voice somehow before all of its trace is gone. I know it's kind of late, but happy belated Father's Day, Daddy. With loads of love from my heart, your daughter, Nafas. <laughs>